Does everybody know what time it is? It's time to look back at all the other times you asked me if everybody knew what time it was. Boy, we sure had some laughs, didn't we? Let's watch. Let's all bring it in for Randy, Brad, Mark, Alan, Heidi, Wilson, too. He's not God, but we're going to miss him and everybody. Mm-hmm. We are only we only roll with Jill, my queen. Look at how she slay when dealing with Tim Taylor. Mm-hmm. Shit's too cray for me to say. I'll see you at the grunt work, grunt work, and I'm going to miss everybody, and I'm going to miss everybody when we're gone. <laughs> this is Grunt Work, the only podcast about the TV show Home Improvement that always opens a window whenever a door is shut. But that's for everybody's benefit. <laughs> I am your host, Landon. Let bygones be bygones. Uh, Solano, joined always by my co-host, Truman. Parting is such sweet and sour Ooh. Caps. Truman, it's good to see you. Landon, it's good to see you, too. Imagine my shock as someone who doesn't really know rap music. When halfway through this, I realized, holy shit, he's doing The Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, I, and and you you might be the only person who's ever like cracked the lyrics to that song because it's to me that that that's like the only way that I recognize that song is just unintelligible gibberish of people singing really <laughs> fast. I, and such a sweet and and sorrowful song of uh missing missing easy e. Uh, yeah, I mean, is that is that what it's about? Like, I kind of I pick up I, I can I can tell that the song is about loss, and I know it's a sentimental mm-hmm. song, and I think it's a good song. Uh, nothing but respect song. to to the Bone Thugs and also the harmony. But uh, <laughs> I just you know I it, it took me it took me halfway through to, to when you I don't know it, I I guess it was. I don't know. I guess I don't need to, to take the entire audience through my process of listening to <laughs> the parody of Bone Thugs and Harmony that you did at the start. But it, I'm just glad that as we are, are as we are bringing this plane in for a landing, I finally recognized a rap song. Hey, so, you did it. Yeah, I did it. I did it. You've, I, even, I, you've even done rap songs yourself on here before. You're right. I have done rap songs on here before. Let's keep calling them rap songs. It makes us sound real authentic. But... um. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's it's great when um, it's great when I can see through all the the parody stuff and everything else to to catch what it really is. Um, but boy, yeah, there are those there are those vibes. This is the this is the high school like graduation dinner slideshow uh, of an episode, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Did you have? Um, uh... I guess. Well, I mean, you mentioned it, so I, I guess you did. But to, to what capacity did you have those sorts of things? Like, I remember for my elementary graduation. I mean, it wasn't like hat and gown sort of deal, but sure, there was like uh, fifth grade into sixth grade. I was changing schools. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not like Mark that changed schools just between. just randomly for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they had, I guess the parents um, throughout the year had uh, videotaped a number of, like, our Halloween parties in, in class. And we had a, um, a, a square dancing day and, a, you know, um, <laughs> what do you call, not field trips. I mean, we had a few, few field trips as well, but uh, the, the, like, 
Did you have a day where it was like all outside and you yeah. were all playing games? What was that called? That was called. We called it field day. Field That's day. We, field day. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I knew we field had a field day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like field day. But anyway, they put it together. This like long. I'd say it was about forty minutes. This collage to Jesus. that that year's top hits. So there's this. <laughs> I, I I I'll never forget this. I had the biggest crush on Jennifer Salisbury mm-hmm. and yes. was looking forward to square dance day. Cause I might get to dance with a partner and swing around <laughs> around. Yeah, the, and... the Al Borland within you is, is rising slowly. <laughs> I certainly did get close to her that day. Uh, and to my surprise, when I got this video, which I didn't know was coming, there was footage of it. And I, this might be why I hate this song so much, but it was set to achy breaky heart. <laughs> oh no. Oh God. Did did your heart ache and break when you when you saw the footage? Um I'm uh, yeah, I don't I don't uh, it was com- I had complicated feelings. I had the feels for sure. I yeah, I, I guess I guess complicated bomplicated heart isn't as good of a rhyme, so Billy Ray <laughs> probably made the, the, the right choice with that. I you know, we had for my, you know, we certainly had like a field day and all that stuff for, for elementary school. I remember my high school graduation banquet where there was the slideshow. God, I hope mm. it wasn't 40 minutes. 40 minutes is just too long for anything. But it was, I, the the main song that I remember is naturally the, the Green Day song. It's something unpredictable. Oh, God, that was our, that was our graduation song, yeah. I, that was, that was kind of everybody's graduation song. Oh, no, it wasn't. Song. No, it wasn't. No, it was up for contention. Uh, uh, it lost to Pink Floyd's uh, "Wish You Were Here." Oh, okay, that song slaps. That's the banger yeah. of all bangers. And that I remember. I remember uh, my friend and I were like, if because we had you know the senior year, you have all these sheets that you like mark. I vote for this song. I vote for that song, and yeah. uh, there were there was going to be whatever song gets picked. Uh, you would then be able to audition to perform it at graduation. Oh boy! And so we had already done our our uh, boy group at this point, and of I course. was like, uh, "If it's Green Day, I'm going to audition to sing it." And the whole like this tells you how far back my puckish sense of humor goes. Uh, I don't know if you how familiar you are with that song, the non-radio version of it, but um, there's a little like on the album. There's a doom to doom doom like the start of the song and then it's like yeah. a fuck up and he goes ah fuck and then, <laughs> then he does it again and i was like if i audition and get this i'm going to do that part during a during graduation and, and and then they don't give you your diploma and you're stuck there for another year man that's uh you, you were willing to put it all on the line for that one deep cut green day joke yeah i i was i and i would have done it I, I the the main thing I remember from our graduation slideshow was that it, they'd put it together in, you know, whatever the like Apple iMovie. It was like this was around the time when you know you, you had the 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 early MacBook laptops where you know there was iPhoto or whatever, and it would make the automatic slideshows with the automatic Ken Burns effect. Yeah, and it was there was this whole thing. It's like ooh facial you know, facial recognition technology, so it'll zoom in on faces, but they hadn't quite worked it out, so about half the time it would just zoom in on boobs instead of faces, <laughs> and so half of this slideshow this is, is why just... why we need diversity in developing AI. Uh, yes, yeah, ex- <laughs> we... Yes, leave we it need... to the white guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
uh, or at least, you know, we need a diverse, if it's, if we're not going to get women and queer people involved in developing AI, at least get some ass men in there as well as the boob guys. So at least it's going to, it'll zoom in sometimes on faces, sometimes on boobs, sometimes on asses. But, um, yeah, so, so the, the entire graduation slideshow was kind of with each new picture that would come up, it would be kind of this game of like, okay, are we going to get faces or boobs? Where's this one going to land? <laughs> Um, which was Are you uh, sure you couldn't override it at some point and just go? I want the anchor point to this photo to be right here, and there I, wasn't I, just someone in the AV club uh, <laughs> doing what I, he was doing. I, I mean, I mean, look, I don't think, uh, I don't think anyone in, given that my high school class was so discombobulated that we didn't even have a ten year reunion, like the whole thing just fell apart. I don't think there was anybody with the required coordination to make pervy edits to our slideshow. <laughs> I think that's one hundred percent on Steve Jobs and uh, his uh, his uh, artificial unintelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but then this episode, really, I guess. It didn't involve a lot. Honestly, compared to other home improvement episodes, it involved way less uh, slow zoom ins on boobs. So it, I guess it was a very different experience than uh, my high school graduation banquet. Uh, I guess so. Um, but before we get into the episode, I have. Uh... And there's so much episode to get into. God, this is a rich and meaty episode full of uh, full of plot. Uh, I have a home improvement corner to go into. Oh, OK. Let's go into that corner, man. You've built us yet another corner. <laughs> I recently had to get new washer and dryer. What? This, Dog. I know. <laughs> this what in your is... house has not been replaced? <laughs> it's like it's like that old adage I kept bringing up if if you repl- if you have an axe and you replace the handle and the head is it the same axe you originally had or is it a whole new axe? Yeah, it's it's the house of Theseus, basically. So yeah, I, go on. This is a I've built a whole new house since I bought this house. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, so uh, they came and took my other washer dryer away, and we're going to install the new ones. But they, you know, had a list that goes, you know, make sure you go through this checklist before the delivery people come, so that they can install it, and uh, you know, everything will be hunky dory. And so I was going through and, you know, unplugging everything and, and getting it all together when, uh, wouldn't you, wouldn't you know it, <laughs> my old nemesis water <sighs> came, came into the picture. Oh, no. Uh, when I was unhooking my washer and dryer, if you are unfamiliar, uh, your washer and dryer have hoses that go what? to hot and water. What? Hot, hot and cold they go to water. Hot? <laughs> they go to hot and <laughs> They just goes right They're down to hell. To. Satan Satan exhales up into it, and that's how your clothes get dry. <laughs> Not your dryer, just your washer. Oh, uh, your washer goes into has two hoses that go into cold and hot water, mm-hmm. uh, and those hoses go into shutoff valves that go into your main line. Yada yada. So yada, yada, yada. when I was undoing the hoses to the old machine, my house is built with the plumbing is CPVC. And mm-hmm. I have only been a homeowner a little over a year and have already come to go I, I stay away from any house that has CPVC piping. <laughs> okay, what what does CPVC stand for for all of the apartment dwellers in the audience? Oh, you probably think I fucking know that? Uh, it's, okay, you just you know, know what bad. PVC pipe is, right? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's like the it's like the plastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. This yeah. is 
this is C PVC. Oh, okay. So it's, oh, it's got it's got an extra C. Ah, from C to shining PVC. <laughs> uh, Stupid. It's 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 a little less like regular black PVC. I think is a little more flexible and thicker. Mm-hmm. C PVC is like a hard tan uh, piping. I'm sure you've seen it if you. Uh, you know, I'm sure. Yeah, if you if you looked at an image of it, I'm sure you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that before." Yeah, yeah, uh, I'd know that pipe anywhere. Over time, it gets brittle, uh, and mm. so these pipes are 20 years old. The shutoff valve was 20 years old when I went to do the when I went to turn off the water so that I could undo the hose. The uh, handle, which goes into the the stem retaining nut of the valve, mm-hmm. the stem retaining nut cracked in half. Oh. And so water started shooting out everywhere. Oh, that's like that that's like your absolute worst nightmare. It's not just like a slow drip drip drip. It's like yeah, it's right. it's like the alien queen at the end of Aliens <laughs> like, "Oh holy shit, I thought I was done and now I've got the worst possible thing." Exactly, exactly. Okay. Now, I'm not going to say I, that is a, a a nightmare scenario and there is no sugarcoating it. However, if you sugarcoat your water, you've got soda, basically. (laughs) It is in the basement, so there's not, like, flooring to worry about. It's going Mm -hmm. right onto the concrete, so I'm not worried about, like, the wood joists or the wood floor or mold. You know, there's still a possibility of mold, but uh, not getting trapped somewhere that I can't see. Uh, Yeah. So, you know... Getting a little bit of water on the floor was less of a concern to me. It spraying water was kind of a, a scary thing, so I had to shut off the the main water to the house while I looked for a solution. Mm-hmm. And I, I, as I was doing this, like I was problem solving a major issue happening to me in real time. At the same time, though, I was the backwards part of my brain was going. Every story I have about this makes me feel like Truman would hate being a homeowner. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, no aspect of what you've done seems good in any way to me. Like every part of this is like, <laughs> I get, I get so viscerally upset. Like if I if I buy a light bulb and try to and try to screw it in and it turns out that the light bulb doesn't fit, I'm just like fuck this. I'm just not gonna have this light. Like I just I if if any. <laughs> Any task that takes longer than five minutes sends me into a fury, and if anything doesn't go according to plan, I am inconsolable. I'm basically a toddler, Landon. I just need to live in a... I just need to live in a Barbie dream house. You can use all of that extra time accomplishing many great things in life. I, I could... I could do that. That is theoretically possible I could do that. Instead, I I make this podcast, and then I play Jagged Alliance 3. Out now for PC. Buy it on Steam. Great game. I haven't played a video game in forever, and I've been wanting to and just oh. haven't been able to. So oh, here's, Brandon. Oh, honey, Here's I'm the so nightmare sorry. scenario that I'm in with this. You're not playing um, video games. That's the nightmare scenario. That is the nightmare scenario. Instead of playing video games, where I'm at with this stupid shutoff valve is I have to I, I found a uh, another way of of shutting off just the water to the washer and dryer so that I can have water for the rest of the house so I was able to turn the main line on. But uh I have to <laughs> with CPVC you have to cement pieces together. Uh Oof. and I so in order to get the old shutoff valve off, 
I have to either use a hacksaw or a drill to kind of crack the existing one and then try to get it off without damaging the pipe that it's cemented to, then clean off the old cement of the old pipe to fit the new one on and re-cement the new one. Yeah. More than likely, that's not going to happen. So I have to saw off the pipe that it's attached to, get an extender with a coupling, cement those together, then add a uh, additional or not additional. I had to add the the uh, shutoff, the new shutoff valve to the extension. That's that's a very likely scenario. But yeah. there's like a this is this is the the anxiety that comes with with these sorts of projects. That is multi hours. I don't exactly know what I'm doing. Uh, if it doesn't work and I turn the water back on, it could start spraying everywhere. It could start. Uh, damn it! You know it could create pressure systems that cr- that that crack other pipes, <laughs> and soon, so like that terrifies the shit out of me. The other likely uh, possible uh, solution to this is that the the retaining nut for the handle screws off of the um, the shutoff valve by itself. Yeah. So you could just screw a new handle in with the with the retaining nut. And to to the existing piece that isn't cracked or broken, and you're good to go. And like that mm. will take two minutes. <laughs> okay, so this can this will either be the simplest thing in the world, or it will uh-huh. destroy your life. Yes, and I the the fact that I'm cognizant of those two outcomes before making one inch of a decision here is such a what's the term you used last week? Occam's razor. Yeah, uh, wait, is well... That, does that sound... Is that an well, accurate well, use of that term? Well, Occam's razor is just taking the, you know, the, the simplest solution, you know, lateral thinking, something like that. Like, it's just okay. the, the simplest solution is the is the easiest one. This is more of like a Schrodinger's cat. Like, it's... You don't know... <laughs> you don't know whether the cat inside the box is is going to be nice to you or whether it's going to fuck up your entire it's house. And you won't know. And, an yeah. elder god, Cthulhu, yes. is going to come up through my pipes and make me turn me mad. You don't know if you don't know if what's inside the box is a cat or four hundred thousand gallons of water that's going to spray out immediately the second you lift the lid. Yeah, and and break other pipes. Oh my god, I'm it's. It's one of the most nerve-wracking things that I have to do. So what's stupid is that, like, I have someone coming to visit. We're recording on Wednesday. I have someone coming to visit on Friday, and I'm like, this could be a a 30-second fix that I don't want to do until after my visitor leaves because I don't want to have to have a potential disaster before she arrives. Uh, let me tell you, Landon, though, uh, procrastinating for an inordinately long time on doing a 30-second task, that sounds right up my alley. That's shit I'm very <laughs> good at. So that's if that's one aspect of homeownership, I think I'm well-suited to. Uh, you were talking last week about the wasps that are living in the walls oh, of the your wasps. house. Yeah. Have you considered connecting a long series of pipes Ooh. from the thing to your wall, and then you flip the switch, and if water sprays out, it just goes through the pipes, it fills up your walls, it blasts out the uh, the wasps. <laughs> I forgot and then about I the think wasps. No, no other problems once your walls are full of water. I think at that point, you're good. I t- <laughs> it's like, you've heard of a water bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now introducing Waterhouse. Um, starring Kevin Costner, yeah. <laughs> Directed by uh, Kevin a quick, Costner. A quick update about the wasps. Uh, yeah. I was able to find the nests, and oh. they aren't, thank goodness, in the walls. They, oh, that's they're, good. 
um, very high up uh, on the outside of the awning, so kind of away from the door. In a, I think they realized, yeah, we don't want to have to sting this dude. Maybe building our nest right where he enters and exits, and us getting confused as to whether or not he's attacking us. Maybe that's not a good idea. Let's <laughs> let's go a little higher up. And so they, uh, just like the Jeffersons, uh, moved their way on up to uh, <laughs> I part on the awning. Yeah, a, D- a deluxe apartment further up on your house. Uh, I love that. I love that you are giving these wasps the benefit of the doubt so much that they they did this because they wanted to be chilled to you. They wanted to be good neighbors. Well, I, they they have been. I, they're they're outside of the one wasp that came over and just gently cleaned his head on my doorbell uh, and then flew away. I haven't even seen them. That was the only. I have not seen them with my eye. It was just that one instance uh, with my camera. So, like, they are chill. And, and that wasp was just saying, "Hey there, welcome to the neighborhood. We're so happy to have you." Yeah, exactly. You weren't here last summer, so uh, now we're here to welcome you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, okay, so. Bad water, good wasps. That's that's kind of your your current state of the housing situation. <laughs> so far, yes. Who who knows what what wacky adventures I'll be on next week? Our final home improvement episode. I, who who knows what wacky adventures will be on when I visit you in Wisconsin in a couple weeks? Who knows if there will even be a house standing? Oh, okay. And I, I maybe mentioned this on a, a night's episode. Um, okay. but I recently started a coincidence journal. Yes. And um, I just wanted to kind of like start to see what coincidences I, I pay attention to throughout the day, throughout the week, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so there was that whole wasp situation and yeah. thought, oh, well, I'm, once I kind of put it out of my head, they're out of the way. I'm not going to get stung. Everything's good. Uh, I go into work today and uh, I was doing some photography for a project and mm-hmm. uh we keep our camera inside my director's office, and uh, maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. I don't know. Um, yeah, everybody, everybody, go like figure out where Landon works. Go to Wisconsin, <laughs> that's, break well, into that's the possible. office, so you can steal a two hundred dollar DSLR camera. Maybe. No. Well, I'm not going to say anything more to that. Anyway, <laughs> um, a, a solid gold DSLR with pictures of of the actual killer of JFK on the uh, on the card, <laughs> supposedly. Um, I go into his office. I, I so I'm in the 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 overarching office, and I'm heading toward his office. Yeah. And his door is shut. He's out of mm-hmm. town right now, so he's not yeah. in. And his door is shut, which is unusual. And I'm yeah. It's usually like the lights are off and it's cracked open. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Why why is the door shut? And uh, I open it up. I get the equipment that I need. I go take the photo shoot, and I'm, I'm packing up and bringing it back to his office. And as I set down the lighting bag, I heard a little, and I'm like, oh, this weird is the lighting, you know, is the fluorescent lighting shorting out or something? Yeah. Um, and thought nothing of it, went and got more equipment, brought it back, set it down. And then I saw, I heard the noise again, but it was in a different area coming, you know, and uh, I looked down on the counter and saw a wasp <sighs> and thought, oh, that's what that sound was. I got to get out of this office. And, like, as soon as I saw the wasp, I look up to the window that's in his office, and between the window pane and the shades, uh, there were about eight other wasps Bad <laughs> inside number. of his office. Bad number of wasps. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> wait, so did, like, he, yeah. did he see 
the wasps and just when he left the office, he just is like, I'm just going to close this door and uh, hope that this problem solves itself. It's like me with all the flies in my light fixture. It's just great. I just never take the light fixture off the wall. I'm it, it slowly solved. getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer with each I, dead fly. Exactly. I he, He's just like, I'll just never use my office again. I will never come back to work. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why he left so quickly. He's just like, well, I can never go back there again. My letter um, of resignation is on my desk. Go find it. My least favorite employee. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know well i i went and put a ticket in with maintenance and uh, uh let them know there's a wasp infestation <laughs> in his office and then sent them an email saying hey yeah just in case no one lets you know before you, you know, go back to your office uh maybe you know beware the winged menace that awaits you so this is this is also great that you tell me after I've bought my ticket that apparently Wisconsin is eighty percent wasps at this time of year. Uh, so this is this is more good information to have. I mean, have you seen the demographics here? We're wasps one hundred percent of the year. Very 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 good point. Ten out of ten. Uh, great bits. Not all all killer no filler. Um, man. Speaking of filler, we just filled thirty minutes of non home improvement material here. Great, that's good. You know, having listened having listened to one of our older episodes recently, I was my my I was just blown away by how quickly we just got into talking about the episode. It's like, welcome to Rote Work. I'm Truman. I'm Landon. So on this week's episode, this happened. It's like, what the fuck? Where's Where's the just 30 minutes of just kind of ruminating in what we're doing with our houses and like stuff that we saw on the street that day? We were so, well, we were so young and in a hurry. It was 2017. Uh, I would Ugh. be willing to bet we didn't want to talk about what was happening around us at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, we were all and we were also in the same room. So it was just, you know, it was yeah. just different. We could see from the looks on one another's faces what was going on in in, uh, in our lives at that point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we did watch an episode of Home Improvement this week. That is true. And we haven't talked about it much until now. And we're probably not going to talk about it that much in general. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see what your synopsis is this week yes. for this episode. Jeremy, can you tell us what happened this week on Home Improvement? Yes, I can. This week on Home Improvement, Tim drives the boys to school and they remember a bunch of stuff about their lives. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a clip show. We got a clip show. So many clips. <laughs> Just endless clips. Oh, Truman, do you want to guess that, that title? D- it's not do you want to guess that title. It's do you want to tell me the what the title is? And the title is obviously The Long and right Winding Road Part 2. Um, Surprise, they put Part 3 before Part 2. What? It's like it's some, <laughs> sort of, it's some sort of Pulp Fiction type rearranging the, the order of the oh, story God. thing. By that, by that visionary director who you love so much, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I could have, I could have done the, I could have done the extra work of like trying to come up with some clever titles for this one. But also, the producers of the show didn't do that much work on this episode, so I, I guess it wouldn't have felt right. Um, oh, okay. We are uh, being deprived of titles this week, everyone. Wow. Okay. Well. All right. Lay on the guilt. Uh, let's see. I guess. Uh, I guess I, my first guess is clip happens. Uh, my second guess is, um, car trouble, car, car trouble. Yeah, that's good. Car trouble. And, um, memories are a gas. That's my, that's my third guess. (laughs) Again, you know, you do good. Well, no, I do. I do adequate, uh, or mediocre. (laughs) Um, 
as I was watching the episode, I was like, shit, this is going to be a tough one to talk about. Uh, just, just in terms of structurally, because there's so little here. Uh, well, before we get into that, how about I tell you a few things? Tell me a few things. Like, The Long and Winding Road Part 2 aired originally on May 25th, 1999. Believe it or not, this episode has a director Mm. (laughs) and writers. I mean... We're, you know, and listen, if the writer's jobs were to sift through the previous 201 Home Improvement episodes and just <laughs> identify where in the uh-huh. time code they were going to cut, Nobel Prize. That's There's a lot of, this is a big editing episode. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I'm going to mention, uh, since we're dealing with a bunch of strikes while this is happening, I'm going to mention the editors this time. Yeah. This was directed by the one and only Jim Prater. The Woo. man responsible for our theme song uh, uh, intros and our transitions on this show. Yeah. Yeah, we so. went right to the source for this. <laughs> the, you know what? This should have been... Kind of directed by an editor. I mean, dire- directed by an editor. This is the thing. This should have been the, what, the thing we talked about so long ago, the concept of an episode that is only transitions. This should have been that episode. <laughs> It shouldn't have been yes. a clip show of things that happened on the show. It should have been a clip show of transitions, but we didn't get that. We didn't get that. Uh, it was written by, get ready, hmm? Carmen Finestra oh. and Billy Ryback, uh, who Billy Ryback. was a writer very early on, and he's been a showrunner, executive producer, or maybe not executive, regular producer? Yeah. He's been a producer uh, throughout yeah. the whole series. So, um. This was edited by James Spock and Marco Zappia. So mm. we have them to thank for the majority of the episode. Truman, how did you feel about today's episode of Home Improvement titled The Long and Winding Road Part 2? You know, Landon, uh, you're asking me for my reflections. And the fact is this whole episode is reflections. Ooh, uh, reflections yeah. in the darkness? Uh, ooh, man. You know, uh, now I feel less like that's an album name and more like that's the name of like an erotic thriller from the 90s. That's like <laughs> D- David Caruso did did that right after Jade and neither one took off. David Caruso and Cindy Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, but lots of lots of uh, 13 year old boys gathering around the VHS cover at the store and then running away when the clerk shows up. Um yeah, you know, it, it's I, I didn't get very emotional during it. Like being shown all these things, I honestly mm. right until the very end, I've maybe felt a little bit of a feeling, but by and large it was kind of just, yep, this, this, these are all these are all things that happened. Um Interesting. Yeah. I I kind of had a similar reaction. I thought maybe I wasn't tapped into the emotion because I had thrown my back out and was watching this oh, through no. kind of squinted eyes. Um, yeah, I, oh, I forgot to mention during that whole water fiasco, we, I threw my back out. We talked for so long. What? Oh, my God, dude. I, I feel like I've between the Nights episode we just recorded and this, I've there have been a lot of big things that have gone on in your life that I have just... But, oh, there's plenty of time to talk about home improvement and bone thugs and harmony in our high school graduations. I, I hope you're doing okay. Can I get you I, anything? You know what? I, I've i been sitting for a while. Uh, it's not going to hurt till I stand up. So, oh, um, easy, I, easy I solution. Never stand up. Yeah, exactly. I'll just kind of fall to the floor and drag myself over to my bed by the time we're done with this. I, um, man, li- I'm living the dream. Uh, I... I I was curious if it was just me because 
as I said, I, I was in a weird predicament while watching it, but I found myself, <laughs> and maybe this has just been the nature of our show, watching it with too fine an eye rather than our emotions, you know, watching it with our, our brains rather than our hearts, mm-hmm. where um, I was just kind of like curious about like, what was the song selection process for this yeah. episode like? Yeah. Why these songs? I, I was I, I was wondering a lot about music licensing when when tub thumping came on. It was such <laughs> I was, a I was that had my jaw on the floor. I'm not gonna lie. I, I it was like totally it totally makes sense to line up a bunch of clips of Tim getting injured with a song about getting knocked down and getting up again. But yeah. I, I just it somehow I never would have connected that with home improvement. I never would have expected that. That was one of the greatest plot twists in the history of this show. I I tend to agree with you. Uh, though they did admit the, uh, the refrain of, Oh, Danny boy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, oh, Randy boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and also there was nothing about uh, whiskey drinks and vodka drinks. Although I guess, you know, oh, cause Tim true. doesn't drink that much. That's fine. Yeah, um, that's right. He eats a let's see he he eats a he eats a Polish meal he eats a a stinky meal uh he he builds the cars that remind him of the good times he builds he builds the cars that remind him of the bad times eh, I don't know there's there's not there's not this is not a really rich vein of comedy right. mining tub thumping <laughs> jokes you've got you've got one week until uh you've you've got the the final episode talk singing so. Uh, expectations are super high for you. Uh, yes, and and listen, I've and I'm not famous for uh, maybe being willing to settle for less or saying that something is good <laughs> enough as is. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Oh, okay, one thing, because like, listen, are we gonna go? How, how can we, do, can we go through this chronologically? Is that even possible? Like, because so much of this is amorphous, or do, or do we just like go into uh, a blob? That's a good question. Let's do it in chunks. Um, okay. Let's. How about we first talk? Oh, sorry. Oh, it's water spraying all over. Nope, I had the episode playing in the background. Oh, why don't we? Why don't we first? Um, I, I I'm trying to think if we should talk about just the the frame story on its own in its yeah. entirety first, or yeah. would it make sense to go into the frame story in between the chunks? I'm not sure. You're right. This I, is such a an amorphous episode, it, and nothing really occurs in it i mean it's really just tim brad and mark there's no revelations that we didn't get last episode no it's really just an excuse for memories okay well let's say this like like, i i think that structurally interesting that because the you know the last episode it's kind of you know tim is at this point where okay i'm gonna quit tool time Jill has decided to take this job in Indiana. The whole family's on board with it. And last episode ends with, like, it's this morning. It's the morning of Tim's last Tool Time show. And it's like, I'm going to take the boys to school. Jill's going to call to accept the job. And I like that, that it seems like the last two episodes of the show are taking place over the course of a single day. Like, this whole episode Mm -hmm. is just driving the boys to school. And then the last episode is going to somehow both be the final Tool Time show and Al getting married, and whatever other business relating to Jill taking the job in Indiana there is. Yeah, right. Hmm. That, yeah, because in the last episode, Al says, my wedding is in two days. 
Yeah. So in fact, we get that in the we get a previously on home improvement uh, yeah. segment at the very start of this episode, which um, a I was kind of already put into like a weird place of like, why did you choose those clips? Those, those, yeah. Why did you need to give so much space to some rather mediocre jokes from last week? Like, did we need to have the bit about like Tim going, oh, well, I paid for half your car, yeah. so I get to drive it. <sighs> the, the only thing that like. In retrospect, I'm like, the only reason that moment was in there is because he's driving Brad and Mark to school in Brad's car in this episode. And like, yeah. I, didn't, I don't even need that. Um, yeah. But but also, they the jokes, the lame jokes that they chose, why didn't they beef them up with audience laughter for yeah. this intro? <laughs> they just kind of left them dead in the water. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. Sure, there must be something with Tim driving brad's car to work like this there must be a reason for it and it didn't pay off in the last episode it didn't pay off in this episode the, he's gonna fuck up brad's car in the final tool time episode right that's gotta be so? what it is i, I don't else, uh, not maybe i don't know you know here's a joke for all the uh, all the ap english nerds not since the great gatsby have uh, has people switching cars and driving different people's cars had so much uh, plot relevance in a story <laughs> Um, <laughs> is Great Gatsby really AP English? I mean, it's probably not. Okay, tenth uh, grade English, grade level English nerds remember uh, how how it really was so important that different people were driving different cars at the end of the Great Gatsby. Oh, um, um, you, okay, you know, Home Improvement mention... is based on the Great Gatsby. Actually, F. Scott is Fitzgerald really? is an uncredited writer. Yeah, it's it's pretty oh, well. Wow. That was one of, when he was when Fitzgerald went to Hollywood and was writing scripts. One of the first things that he wrote was uh, like a pilot for a show about a guy who has a tool show, but the <laughs> studios didn't uh, run with it until after he died. Huh. Well, yeah. Yeah. Makes you think. I have a question. Um, Great jokes. Yeah. The... Go on. <laughs> I, I something that I didn't flag, I guess, last week, uh, and I should have about. The because in the the previously on we see you know the Jerry Springer fight that happens on Tool Time yeah and um it seems contradictory to what Morgan Wandell said he wanted to turn Tool Time into like Mm. the whole thing earlier was we need only Binford products on Tool Time yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you're right (laughs) yeah like the fuck anything that isn't Binford. By the way, yeah. we're going to invite these three people who have nothing to do with Binford and get into a fight that has nothing to do with Binford. Yeah. No, that's a very good point. The The thing was like, Tim, your antics have nothing to do with Binford tools. And and so we want you to just be a better representative of Binford. And now it's we're going to put the Binford name on this aggressively trashy lowbrow show <laughs> that makes us look even worse than anything you were doing. Again... Um, Sticker company. They're putting a sticker on a Jerry Springer show. <laughs> what I noticed in the in the flashback to the to the fight on the Tool Time set, which they give a lot of airtime in the in yeah. the previously on two, is that really everyone in the audience is full on doing the Arsenio whoop, and some of them yeah. are even doing the Arsenio hand motion. And it's like I'm I didn't watch Arsenio again. It's like the age difference here. What, but was Arsenio like that? Was it like was it like a trashy Montel Williams no. type people fighting show or was no yeah. no it was it was a very I think just kind of hip thing to do. You know, he would come out and you know that would yeah. be his ooh, 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 Johnny ooh, ooh, Carson. Ooh. Yeah, Johnny Carson would do the like golf swing thing. 
Arsenio came out just kind of with energy, whipping his his fist in the air, and the audience kind of picked up on a woo 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 uh, to go with it and did it back to him at the start of every show. The, and I'm, they they show a, a clip of the audience here. We're mm-hmm. really getting into the minutia. I mean, there's this. so again, it's like what what <laughs> is said, there to hold on to? You said we might not hit the two hour mark. Guess what? We're at forty one minutes, and I'm picking out the audience members in the previously on. Uh, okay, okay, sure. But once we're done with the previously on, we can talk about the frame story of Tim driving <laughs> right. his boys two miles to school and then be done. Back to our Ar- back to Arsenio. Yes. Uh, what the 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 level of it not making sense here of like it's been appropriated and turned into something that just is was nowhere near what its in- initial um you know origin was is yeah. half the people are doing the arsenia whoop 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 there's other people that are like they have their fists up like they're watching a boxing match and yeah. so it kind of blends in with the arsenia whoop as if they're like you know because they're watching the fight happen on on you know on the stage, yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's a weird mix of like the arsenity arsenio whoop is kind <laughs> the of arsenity. morphing <laughs> the arsenity. It, uh, it's morphing into this Jerry Springer thing. I don't know. It's like taking a life of its own here. Yeah, I I mean well and and yeah that's it, you know it is it is prompting this idea of like what could uh you know what what would what would uh jerry springer be if there was a tool show component to it it's like like maybe maybe the point is that morgan wandell was really trying to create something completely new and that tim is being an asshole for not uh (laughs) not seeing it the whole way through yeah yeah stifling great creativity Okay, hang on. I actually because now this is on Hulu, I can actually have it up too. So I'm now I'm now taking a look at this audience as well to see if there's any good oh, content I can mine from this. If you oh, I got some. If you want some, uh, I mean, there's a there's a guy right in the center, and he's uh, two from the left who mm-hmm. just seems like he doesn't want to do the whoops, and yeah. so he he kind of watches everyone and then realizes he's on camera and just like subtly smiles. Yeah, hi, hi. <laughs> I like fighting. <laughs> Kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, I guess this is one of the last times you can really scrutinize a tool time audience. I like that they never even even eight seasons in, they never had enough tool time hats no. to give the home improvement audience. Just never No, but they have variety now. They're they're white with a blue tool time, and I do see a, a I, I'm wondering if the guy on the far right with the, the kind of shaded lenses Yeah, uh, I love this guy. I'm wondering because he's got like a what looks like a, a premium Binford hat. Uh, I'm wondering if he got that at like the the shop before uh, the the filming of Tool to, or, uh, Home Improvement. This guy That's was like so his de- personal hat. He, he was so dead set on getting on camera when he came to see one of the last ever Home Improvement tapings. He's like, I'm gonna bring my own hat. I'm gonna go the extra mile. I hope I get it. Oh Lord. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, uh, okay, so that's the previously on segment. Yeah. I mean, right, there's, and, and, so, look, okay, so do we want to just talk about the drive to school, and then, and then we just kind of, will we'll just free ball it on the, uh, on, on the clips? Sure, I guess, I got, I got nothing. I mean, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Okay, or we or we can just or we can just call it right now. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, you know, you can find us on Patreon at whatever. I still haven't memorized the stuff Landon says at the end of every episode. Um, so the whole episode, Tim, Mark, 
Brad in the car driving to driving to school. Uh, notable, I think, because this is what I feel like this is one of the few times that we see like because they've got, you know, rear projection green screen behind yeah. them. This is and and you get to see the the big the big like mountains of Michigan, you know, the big the big hills <laughs> uh of of Michigan. Once once again calling to mind Austin Powers too and isn't it amazing yes. how the English countryside looks in no way like Southern California. <laughs> uh yep, every car they pass doesn't have a California license plate on it. Um what else? Uh the, those big you know, super noticeable California um, uh, street signs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no palm trees. I'll give them that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. They did. They did good. Uh, they did good on getting that out. They went to the uh, the. There, there must be one palm treeless street in L.A. that they just they they keep that way. So sh- you know, things set in the Midwest can go film For there. Filming, yeah. Okay. Yep. You know what? This is gonna be disjointed as hell. I just remembered. There's a big change in the opening credits. Did you notice this? Oh, hold on. No, I think I was tending to my back at that point. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, you have. A oh, good wait, excuse. we're not there yet. Well, they we start with a part of the uh, uh, the car stuff, and then we go into the opening credits. Oh, right. I guess that's that. Yes, they're in the car. They're driving along. Uh, they basically Tim has to take the boys to school, drop them off at school. Then he's going to take the car to work. Oh, but the 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 car's almost out of gas. The thing's on empty. You need to get gas. And Tim is saying, No, 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 no. It's on. It's on E. That means I've still got a good ten miles left, and it's only like two miles to school and five point six miles to tool time, and that's going to be, well, whatever it is, it's less than ten. And then he, uh, and then the car runs out of gas. And from that, like Brad says something like, Oh, well, that that ten miles. Yeah, went by pretty quick, didn't it? And then we go to opening credits. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so first off, like I saw, I th- they run out of gas, and I'm like, ah, okay. So this episode will be about them stranded at the side of the road in the car, uh, trying to figure out how they're going to get to school. Nope, nope, not at all. Nope, the gas, the running out of gas does not matter. It's it's totally nope. unimportant. They they get gas between when they run out of gas uh, here and by the time we're done with the theme theme song, they've gotten gas again. The, the big change in the opening credits is that instead of Jill watering the flower pot with Tim in it, she's taking a gas can over and giving it to Tim, and he refills the car. Um, no, in the opening <laughs> credits, you had me as as you watch, there's you know you'll notice uh, that there's uh, they're talking about uh, Zachary Ty Bryan being on the show, and they're talking about mm-hmm. Taron Smith mm-hmm. being on the show, and then there's mm-hmm. a strange credit for a third boy, a what? third boy. Who I, there, who could it be? Who could it be? That's right. Jonathan Taylor Thomas gets a credit in the in the opening credits here, and I when I first saw this, I thought, "Holy shit!" Was Landon lying to me when he said that the Christmas episode was our last JTT appearance? Was this like, is 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 JTT gonna come back? Am I gonna be be surprised to see my best friend Randy again? Nope, they're just crediting him because he's in a lot of the clips that they show. <laughs> Doesn't even get a mention. Uh, no, he does not. No. With yeah, and what's interesting is that uh, Zachary Ty Bryan loses his uh, his with credit because I don't know if you noticed in the last episode, uh, you get you know Taron Smith, Debbie Dunning, you get all of them, and the credits change then to go with Zachary Ty Bryan, and then Richard Karn gets an and credit. Hmm. I'm wow. We're really 
we are really just counting individual grains of rice to get something out of this episode. <laughs> no, I well, that's a big thing, you know. And George went. You got to work for that. And true, true. You do no. You do have to. You have to fight for the and. You got to fight for your right to Andy. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, to get it shuffled up at this at this late date is, uh, I mean, finally giving the prestige that uh, that they deserve. I guess. I I would think so. Yeah. Um. But so we come back from the opening credits and they're just back on the road driving again. Some mention of gas money. It's like it would have been kind of fun to see them have to get gas. I mean, I, I guess I'm maybe maybe watching people get gas isn't that fun. But I'm saying like, we, yeah, this episode isn't about comedy. No, you're right. This episode's about. Memories. Well, this episode isn't about new comedy. Yeah, <laughs> our our episode, the episode we're making, is certainly not about comedy. This episode is not about fresh. <laughs> Grunt work comedy. has never been about comedy. No, no. Uh, but yeah, they're just they're just back in the car. They're just driving again, and it's just I don't know. They're just talking about. Uh, they're they're talking about all of the memories that like Tim's talking about how oh we all used to have so much good memories when you kids were young, and then that takes us into a bunch of flashbacks of the kids being little kids. And yeah, well, let's let's talk about. I mean, listen, when are, we, we got to reflect on the show a little bit, so we can break down the different memories and got to reflect in clips. the darkness. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and so this becomes uh, gives us our first song, which um, I'm looking up right now because it's, it's a like, song that I'm like I forgot that song existed. Uh, yeah. And it's I like, feel like it's bad, by Bad Boys or something like bad, that. Bad, 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 bad boys. You make me feel so good. Um, it's it's probably the least famous song about bad boys that has ever been written. <laughs> I don't know. I remember it a lot from my childhood. Uh, I mean, I remember a different song about bad boys from my childhood that would precede a show about cops, but uh, this is not that <laughs> song. Would have been kind of funny if it was that song, especially because they could go to clips of, of Brad getting arrested early in his life. Uh, I don't, I can't figure out who sings this song. Um, Miami, oh, oh, it might be Gloria Estefan in Miami Sound Machine. Actually, it's just Singular Boy. Uh, but oh, it's it just is, Bad, uh, Bad Boy. This, well, is it, that, that's a testament to the power of cinema, though. You see three boys, <laughs> you hear it say one boy, and you just, you, it, you rewrite the lyrics in your head because you've it's been true. confronted with multiple boys. Indeed. Um, I mean, they yeah. don't really show the boys being bad. You know they're not they're being mischievous. I think that's uh, I think that's implied mm. in it, the in the lyrics. She's not saying you're you're a you know you're a dangerous person. <laughs> She's not saying I think you're gonna you know cut me. Uh, <laughs> it's it's you know you're you're a mischievous mischievous boy and I got a little crush on you. Okay, yeah, it's a, it's not evil boy. Uh, it's just right. bad boy. Yeah, kind of kind of demagogue boy. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of fucked up that there's there's a song called Evil Woman and a song called Devil Woman, but there's no uh, accompanying songs about boys or men, even though, you know, I mean, pound for pound there. Uh, I don't know. I guess we can we can get into the gender politics in the in this uh, super spectacular. All right. Um, yeah. I, so what? The, OK, I, I just kind of have an opening salvo with these these montages because they're they, yeah. it's not even a clip show, really, because I mean. I, maybe I don't know. Maybe they, they this don't give is a you better, a lot of time. Yeah, maybe this is a better uh, description of what a clip show is versus what we've seen when Tim had Polish food, Tool <laughs> Time After Dark, where 
we were actually watching scenes and clips. Yeah. Or we're, we're watching. I don't know what we're watching. <laughs> it's just what? like it's not even full moments. It's just like reaction shots, and it's it, it's fast paced editing to a, a song. Yeah, it's 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 music montage that'll go for about ten seconds, and then it will break for like a one joke bit like two like yeah. a very quick back and forth from a scene and then back into bad 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 boys right. like for it, instance it, like yeah. we see uh tim wrestling with the kids and then mark holding up a bra and randy making a fish face with uh you know being bombarded with snowballs and then it pauses for a second for all the boys to scream on the couch when opera is about to be played and tim grabs for the remote control and then it goes back into it and they're all kids you know, at the the dining room table, learning how to you know use dinner table manners, and you know, yeah. like two second clips of all of these reaction shots throughout the years. Well, and and you know, or it's and and clear because throughout the clips, the boys are slowly aging up. Like it starts with them yeah. as as little, and then they're getting older and older as they go through it. But that means also some of these some of these bits with the little kids are not even necessarily like I think clip show worthy. Like one of them is Randy, uh, yeah. Randy saying to his dad, like, "Hey, what did the moron have for breakfast? I don't know what you had bacon and eggs." And I'm like, "That's <laughs> like Randy's had a lot of great bits yeah. throughout the show. Yeah. This is not one of the great bits. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Homer. It wasn't the I, time I though. I mean, we I remember both of us enjoying that moment from that episode. And if you are going chronologically, you're like, well, what's what's a good line when he was that age? I you know, guess. I could see you pulling that out. But to to a greater point, I mean, like there's a, a shot of Mark and Jill uh, uh, breading some chicken wings or mm-hmm. chicken breasts, you know, like mm-hmm. and doing a little dance, you know, circular dance. Like I, I didn't even remember that moment outside of, you know, them showing it to us here. Uh, yeah. But what, what I found kind of interesting is they really favor Randy. Yes. <laughs> in, in these. Yes. Hence, hence his credit. It's like, well, if we're not getting him back for the last episode, we're going to just like reconstitute him through old footage here. Let's, you know what I'm kind of curious about? Let's see. Let's test our memories a little bit uh, and and reflect. Maybe this is a good way to do it. Do you remember the episodes where uh, of of some of these moments? Like, um, do you remember the the? Uh, I think it was season one, learning table manners. I think that was like the fourth or fifth episode, wasn't it? That that was yeah, because they they'd been out at they'd been out at the restaurant and the boys were just pizza way palace. too rowdy. Yeah, the pizza palace. Yeah, and then and then he. So I remember. I remember him teaching them table manners, like this scene of him there. They've got the blocks on the plate, and he's trying to teach them how to eat at the table. I don't remember how they pulled it off or how they got the kids to behave, but I remember him doing this. Wasn't it some sort of, like, bet between Jill and Tim that, like, you you know, uh, she had one method of doing it, and he had another, and... Oh man, maybe this is the difficulty <laughs> with us reflecting on it is that we can't just cut to a flashback that shows what actually happened. We have to just—it's just like right. the infallible nature of memory. We both have our own Rashomon-type yeah. memories of how everything went down. Well, okay, then let's go on to another one. What about when uh, they pause for a second for uh, Brad saying he got detention on the first day of school? I don't remember that unless that's from the episode where he gets arrested for throwing bricks at that uh, that old house and it's oh, the yeah. It but is that, 
Yeah, with stick. Wait, wait, no. He had, George his, W. Bush with his friend. Yes, yeah, Stinky George W. Bush. He had a friend, Stinky. There's also a sandwich called Stinky on this show. Not enough shows have a character and a sandwich with the same name on was them. It, That's, okay. Well, now now you've made me second guess whether or not the character was named Stinky as well, because I do remember the the sandwich for sure. Well, I remember the character. No, I remember the sandwich named Stinky, but I also remember they had a yeah they had a a yeah there was like the the neighbor kid never seen Stinky who we decided for some reason was George W. Bush at some point in the past. Uh, <laughs> yeah. f- folks listening to our old episodes, maybe explain to us the origins of our inside jokes that we have since <laughs> forgotten. Uh, this this is the thing. Like we, we we just we do these things and we don't even know why we do them anymore. We've lost we've <laughs> we lost don't. touch with our roots. We've forgotten the faces of our fathers. Oh my god. Um, okay. Well, I yeah. I don't remember that one either. I do remember that was like it was probably like season three or four where Brad was starting to like get a, his little bad boy. Uh, Brad boy. <laughs> Brad, 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 Brad boy. Brad boy. Uh, Another spinoff opportunity wasted. <laughs> I'll tell you, our next podcast is not going to involve harmonizing. Yes, it's um, not going to involve harmonizing, and it's not going to involve <laughs> any discussion of Zachary Ty Bryan and getting in trouble with the law, because that's just a little <laughs> too close. Um, no comment on that one. How about <laughs> uh, Randy and his laptop? I mean, I don't, I, you know what, I didn't remember that either. I saw Tim wanting to play with a laptop, and all I could think about was Monkey Town and him, <laughs> uh, him deleting all of Jill's files by accident. That um, would have been a my, my clip show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, you know, you, you delete my thesis, I, I murder your monkey. Um, <laughs> Well, I did. Yeah, I did like the, the that is that is a funny Randy joke because Randy is complaining that his that his laptop doesn't have enough power, and Tim says, "Oh, you want me to give it more power?" And Randy says, "Yeah, or why don't we just speed things up and I can just throw it on the floor right now?" <laughs> that was yeah. I you know I miss Randy. Yeah, I miss him too. He would... I, I miss I miss those days uh, where you where you got to to end the episode. Okay, now. now... Okay, this is a good. This is good. I'm glad we're doing this because. Okay, good. I'm wondering, in the interim between when I initially watched Home Improvement and when we started this show, mm-hmm. does your memory of something start to become softer or and more favorable toward that thing as you forget the little nitpicky stuff that you forgot? Because oh, as yeah. I'm thinking about that moment with Tim and, and that era of Home Improvement. I'm kind of going, oh, remember when we used to end an episode where, you know, Tim and Randy would would have, you know, have to come to some sort of understanding with one another because they're so different. And mm-hmm. like there's a certain respect for how a kid is developing. But I don't know if that's the truth. I, I seem to remember being frustrated with those episodes as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah, I think it's definitely viewing the past through rose-colored glasses. Even though you remember an awful lot of stuff, I think you've forgotten a lot of the other. You know, yeah, you you just remember all the nicest points. Just like Tim and Tim having all these memories, he's not remembering all the bad times when like he overheard Randy uh, making fun of Tool Time and mocking Tim to his friends, or he's not remembering <laughs> coming home and seeing Brad and Senator Jason drinking or yeah. finding finding weed on the back porch. Also, something I'll say in none of these uh, flashback montage bits, we never see even a hint of the greased lightning song and dance about the new hot rod. <laughs> well, a, that's a, from this season. That would be too the, too soon. No. 
No, there's a lot of stuff from this season that winds up in Is the there? clip show. It's just it's just as though they they looked at this this uh, sequence that they spent so much money to film and were like, no, we don't want to remember this. We already well, know this did not go over well. To to be fair, uh, the flip side of that, the the episode they spent zero money on also has nothing in here, which is Tim, yes, Tim Home Alone. Yeah, that's that's very true. That's very true. Um, you know, okay, so so again, we forget we forget the things that we that we don't want to remember. So uh that's <laughs> I think that 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 uh, you know, uh, backs up uh, whichever one of us was making the point that that's the case. It it backs up that person's point. I was just asking asking a question. So, um interesting. Yeah, and then it kind of just ages all the boys, I guess, uh to which I think was kind of a funny joke uh, last season where or maybe it was even like the first episode of this season where Jill pulls out that photo of them as kids and the audience mm-hmm. goes, oh, yeah, you know, it juxtaposes that with Brad, Mark and Randy walking in just going, hey, 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 hey and what's Mark up? Is golf. Uh- the the thing that was crazy about that is that we come to the end of this montage in this clip show, and the last clip is Tim and Jill looking at pictures of, like, a picture from the first season of the boys as little kids, and it's like, wait, we're in a flashback clip in a clip show where the characters are looking at old pictures of the boys flashing back to them. It, it's it's like you, you, a mirror held up to a mirror. It's a clip show inside a clip show. I Yeah, we... we... We're just edging on, uh, including last week where Jill looks at the spot where the boys are wrestling with Tim, and then we go into this episode. Uh, the episode that we're watching is reflecting on the episode that we're watching. Hey, do you guys remember that time that Mom got offered a job in Indiana? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we we come back out and they're back in the car. Yeah, and they're so back on the road, having now gotten gas, and they're talking about the car. And by this point, I've I'm now hip to the format, and I'm like, okay, the thing they talk about is what we're gonna see. And Tim is saying if he'd built this car, they would have an extra fuel tank in it. And you know, yeah, if there's one, you know, and and uh, Brad says something like, yeah, if uh, if you built this car, we'd be walking right now. And Mark jumps uh, in and says, me. Mark hmm? says that. Mark says Mark, that. Mark okay. the joke assassin shoots one from the back seat. Okay, I didn't. Okay, that's not me getting the boys mixed up. That's just me misremembering things. I, yeah, but, well, I got that. But then Brad, Brad tees us up and says, "If there's one thing that Dad knows how to do, it's build a car." And yeah, that leads us into a big old montage of Tim, Tim goofing with cars. Which okay, now which song is this? Is this the Brian Seltzer song? <laughs> I think yeah, I think this is Brian Seltzer. Yeah, uh, Switchblade was or, or is that what it's called? Uh, uh yeah, Switchblade. So. Uh, um, switch sw- switchblade three two seven, yeah, and it, <laughs> I, yeah. It, I'll t- okay, I'll, here, here's one thing I didn't remember. I didn't remember the the big block saying R R R. Yeah, seeing that on there, you know, that was just that, and that was just a teaser of the very popular uh, Hindi film from a year or two ago. <laughs> kind of funny, a joke that I've made like six times on the show in the past year. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the the you know there's there's the the big block. I'm just scrolling through this. Like there's a lot of, t- yeah. He he sat on the chassis of the car a lot. That definitely happened. <laughs> like he just used to, you know, he used to play with the hot rod. He used to do more hot rod stuff yeah. on the show. It, it used to be a much it, bigger thing. This is a smaller. Actually, I don't think that was the Bryant Seltzer one. Uh, I I have it on mute for obvious reasons, so I, I sure. can't hear. Uh, and IMDb doesn't list all the songs. 
uh, thank you, IMDb, for failing me. Um, so, uh, but that, I think, was the shortest montage in this episode of, thank- thankfully, uh, Tim dealing with all of his hot rod shit. Yeah, I mean, a lot of just different shots of, like, you know, Tim and Tim and Al with cars on tool time. A lot of shots of the old hot rod, and then... Yeah, and then and then like some shots of the. This is the thing. There's some shots of the new hot rod. We see it in its old junked out phase at Jay Leno's garage or whatever, where they buy it. And then some shots of him working on it, and then just cut to them revealing it on Tool Time, not with any of the song and dance or anything like that. It's just pulling the the sheet off, and it really kind of underlines how the first hot rod he restored. Like, there's so much more footage of that one, of the blue hot rod. He races it against Bob Vila. He drives around with the with the kids in it and everything. This hot rod, we barely ever see. And and even since he revealed it in the Greased Lightning thing, we haven't seen it since. And, like, looking at it there, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that vaguely. That's what the car looks like. I, I don't know. It, it just sort of underlines how, how much the they tried to make the second hot rod a thing when really it just was not a thing it was just the same material over and over and over and you know what much like our I podcast think... <laughs> just snipe my joke right out the oh, no 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 that's <laughs> i'm sorry it was joke assassinating you <laughs> you were joke assassinating a joke oof it's like yeah, it's well. like it's like doing a flashback clip inside a flashback clip show um <laughs> well so I mean, yeah. So we go for we go from there to back to the back to them in the car driving along, and the the boys are talking about how they're hungry and they want to stop to get something to eat because they didn't eat Jill's oh disgusting gross breakfast. The one thing that we we've all were hoping for to to wrap up this series a montage of food. Get get one get one more shot at that, but it's not even really like it's it's not even really about food. Like that's just sort of the the key into like. I don't know. Tim is like standing up, or, de- or he's trying to like defend Jill or something like that, and says, "Oh, your 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 mom and I have always had a you know, relationship built on mutual respect for each other." And then it's just Tim and Jill relationship clips, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, what's that say? That they use Tim making fun of Jill's cooking to talk about the strain in their relationship. I mean, is it, is it is it subtly self-acknowledging that maybe I shouldn't be making fun of my wife's cooking all the time if she's taking the time to cook for me? I don't know. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's <laughs> making that that case anymore, because really right now I've paused midway through that montage and I'm just looking at Jill's haircut from like season one or two. And just <laughs> honestly, that's the most emotional thing for me is looking at the old Patricia Richardson haircuts from the early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> just like wow though, I, no, I, Tim, Tim's hair struck me a couple times too when he yeah. had like the almost mullet and then you know I'm like oh I was a lot feathier featherier than uh, it yeah, used to be you it really you really gain an appreciation with this for how the show really had a big late 80s vibe when it began um, yeah yeah I, I don't know. I, I think I, I because also uh, what I remember most fondly is when, I don't know, season two or was it maybe season three started, whichever one it was, where Jill started doing a new thing with her hair. And we just I remember us freaking out about that. That was uh, something. Excuse wasn't me, it? Do not include me in your freak out. No, we both freaked out. We both freaked out over the hair, Landon. <laughs> I, I was that, freaking out and you I were right there next to me true. freaking out equally hard. And, <laughs> and you were also saying all that stuff about how much you hate it when women wear overalls. Both of us were saying that together. <laughs> We we agreed and we were in agreement. Remember all the times you've said that on the podcast? Let's remember. <laughs> um, 
I am shocked that they go out on the fart joke and they added a new transition to it to take us to a commercial. Oh. We we get yeah, we get so many things through these like intercut with bits of them, you know, fighting or dancing together or having sweet moments. It's the bit from the episode where Tim has come back from the demolition derby after eating a bunch of junk food and is and Jill wants to have sex, but he keeps like burping and having gas. Like, they just keep coming back again and again, and the very last thing is him kissing her, belching into her mouth, and then going, "Uh uh-oh, and fanning the covers. Yeah, and what we didn't get in that original episode that we get here is the transition of a green, noxious gas escaping from the covers and consuming the entire screen to take us to black. People people wouldn't have understood otherwise what was going on there. (laughs) They wouldn't. They wouldn't have got it unless we had like Slimer come out and uh, you know with a mouthful of hot dogs. I don't know. I kind of wish they had uh, brought back you know a clip show of the transitions. Like not maybe not like a montage of the transitions, but use the old transitions to transition at least from clip to clip or or scene to scene here. Like well, have Pink's wife slip I, and slide out from beneath the covers. I'm so, I'm so glad you said that because I was if you didn't I was going to bring it up. I I was kind of hoping we'd get to see her one more time but we we alas did not. Uh here's a question for you. Do you remember who Pink's wife is? Uh she is the wife of that I mean could we keep saying Pink's wife but actually the guy's name is Ink and his wife is called Pink and he was a guest on on Tool Time in season 1, first half of season 1. Uh, I don't remember what he was there to talk about, though. Yeah, I, I think they were fixing his house, weren't they? Oh, it was an on-location right. thing. Yeah, no, it was. It was. They were, do- yeah, they were doing some sort of on-location shoot, and they fucked up his house in some way. I don't know. That's not the one that they backed the truck up into, is it? No, because I, I think it was a location shoot where we didn't get to see it. I think, didn't they, like, flood his lawn or something? Yeah, oh, may- maybe that was it. I... I- God, I don't know, man. There's been so many disasters on this show, which we're about to see in 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 just a second here. Yeah. Although, I, okay, so we go back to the car, and you know, like, oh well, you know, we learned a lot, and blah blah blah. Good thing Wilson was there, and yeah. I was mistaken. Um, this Wilson montage is shorter than the Hot Rod, so go fuck yourself, home improvement. I mean, yeah, it's it's there's just not a whole lot. I guess maybe because every if you put all the Wilson scenes together, the the gag starts it starts to get maybe so repetitive that you're all never seeing his face that maybe it like just not seeing his face and I, I think you you could have built a little bit of a uh you know an escalation there from going from the fence to you know a guitar to a boat or to him wearing a kimono or you know that that thing on stage and <laughs> obscuring his face with a spear to yeah. his halloween costume you know like you could have built some sort of arc to that yeah do you let's let's reflect on that wilson when he did the the one man show at the local like coffee shop which is basically hey let me tell you a bunch of stories about shit i've done and it was like uh and and it's a packed house (laughs) and then it gets and then it gets just dressed down in the local paper so just one crotchety reviewer is like fuck this (laughs) i'm going to ruin an old man's dream (laughs) like i mean it's both it's both ridiculous to think hey i'm just gonna dress up in a loincloth and tell you a bunch of stories about shit that i've done is going to be something that people would want to see although of course also what is this podcast like we assume that people want to listen to us just talk about our reflections on an old pod on an old tv show so who knows 
Yeah. I haven't I I mean it's really apropos of nothing cuz by the time this you know whatever no one no one I that listens to this is even in Madison but I uh, have an announcement. What? Um I'm getting back into performance and I'm going to be doing a, a storytelling show. What dude you you've you've given me like three major revelations in the course of this <laughs> one phone call. There's the there's the the film screening series there's Which, you that's from out our your back. And, and that's from our nights episode, but you thrown out your back, and then and then also that you're going back up on stage and doing storytelling. I mean, what are you going to carry a spear? Are you going to do a lo- loincloth? <laughs> I am not. No. Are are the stories going to be about making a podcast with your dear friend and all the things you've learned along the way? Uh, I'm not. Uh, what? Not for this one. May I what? mean, am I the? This has a theme to it, so maybe the next one will. Uh, you know, the theme will be podcasts, and I'll be able to talk about that. The the, the theme will be old TV shows, and you'll uh, you'll leap right to it. Um, <laughs> that's very exciting. I'm very happy for you. That's no, that's great. You. I'd rather you know what I'd I'd rather talk about that than flashbacks to home improvement episodes. <laughs> well, that's a flash forward. We're okay. gonna we're gonna do a little lost in this episode. Oh, okay, okay, very good, very good. You're, the the theme of the show is smoke monsters. <laughs> well, we saw one come out of the sheets a second ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, very good. I do love that the Wilson bit ends with Wilson freaking out at Jill about how no one ever wants to ask him about his problems. <laughs> no one ever cares about him. I had a a weird experience with that because initially I was like, oh yeah, that was funny, and but then I was like. It just reminded me that, like, that was the only, like, jokey big thing they ever gave Wilson. And they even milked it twice. They did it a second time in a different episode. I mean, so Wilson. It was kind of like a bad reminder to me. I'm like, I would have seen, wish I'd seen something else. Wilson's got some, he's had some jokey moments in in the past. He's, you know, he, he directed yeah, the, he directed the school play. Oh, okay. Oh, that they, that was the only one they gave him in the montage. I see. Yeah. They could have given, I guess they could have given us something from him trying to direct the school play. I mean, that was a big moment or like that, that time they come over for dinner and every di- different mm. thing is in front of his face. Yeah. Well, well, here's a good question for you. I don't know if it's good. I just said it was good to Here, here's a question trick people into me. believing me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great question to ask you, German. Okay. Um, <laughs> is is there a a a formula is there a, a a good equation to choosing clips for a clip show cuz are there things that like are good but require too much context for it to make sense in a clip show yeah uh, what makes a good clip worth clipping I mean, I think I think that it's that is a good question, Landon. You did ask me a good question. Look, back in the day, more flashbacks to previous grunt work moments. When uh, I there were a couple seasons early on where I would try to cut together best of oh, yeah. clip shows from each season before I realized that is very labor intensive and I don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> but what I would find is that like yeah, so, sometimes there's a funny moment that we would do, but it would require so much setup, and we it, you'd have to like it's only funny if you either listen to the previous 10 minutes of podcast or I would have to like cut together three different instances of us talking about the thing because it was a running gag like you you really mm-hmm. need a thing for a clip show it has to be just funny on the face of it with no context and yeah. I guess that does 
I mean, I, Home Improvement probably, uh, you know, is better suited to that than a lot of shows because uh, so much of it is physical comedy and, uh, and you know, big set piece goof em up explosions. But, well, Truman, it sounds like you're segueing us into the next montage so perfectly here. Oh, yeah, well, uh, I mean, I, do, you, do you remember any of those silly goof em up explosions that they've had over the years? <laughs> Uh, I certainly do. Like when Tim falls through the roof that they're on location of, or he's on the sawhorse and flies off screen into the camera, or he fucks up the flooring that he's doing, or backs the car into the house. Yeah, I mean, it's... Gets uh, his head stuck to a table. I, look, okay, I, I'm going to be honest. Seeing the head stuck to the table bit, uh, I that, that that is an all-time great bit. That's very, very funny, and I like it a lot. I, I agree with you, and it made me, like, a little nostalgic for, like, they this show stopped doing certain things that mm-hmm. I think, I, it's hard for me to say it now because it's like, I could see being a creative person on the show going, well, how much staying power does this have? We need to evolve a little bit, you know, uh, but I, I like these kind of set pieces that would you know, go throughout the entire episode. Tim having this table stuck to his head, it's great because it comes from tool time. Mm-hmm. It plays through the scene, and t- I, this is one of the first moments I remember thinking, oh, Tim Allen's a good performer. He's yeah. underplaying it, you know. Yeah. like He's allowing the other performers to have the energy of the scene, yet he's still getting the laughs by by just being silent holding this table on his head exactly him him walking in and it's it's jill and and her friend uh you know you know yes exactly and they're both just roasting him and just it's him being humiliated and not responding with anger but just kind of like sheepishness and trying to cover for it is is so because if that if that bit happened in season three he would have hissed at them or made some cruel joke back at them or something like that yeah well and i I seem to remember that episode because randy makes a, a a joke there and i remember it being like one of the first times they gave randy uh, a punchline in a scene mm-hmm. and it like rang like it it vibrated and it was like yeah. oh oh this is this is Jonathan Taylor Thomas emerging like th- something is going on here in this dynamic and uh i like that alone i think makes that clip worth it yes yes i i'm i'm so, i'm just i'm i'm watching tim coming home with the table stuck to his head right now and it's it, the 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 bit that really rings here is that he explains that um you know they had to cut the rest of it off but they couldn't that you know the the emergency room was was backed up or he got preempted at the emergency room and Jill just going what well, was there a guy with a whole table stuck to his head <laughs> <laughs> great great joke oh how we laughed um yeah i i wish i, I don't know because Tim getting injured and going to the hospital isn't as funny as Tim gluing shit to himself and i mean i get i get that (laughs) there's only so many ways you can do this like he can't glue a table to his head in every episode but there's the other episode where he accidentally dyes his hands green we don't see any of that (laughs) but there it's like 
and Jill hears about it on the phone from Al, but Tim doesn't want to show her. So he comes back with his hands in his pockets and Jill is like, you know, try you know, being coy and trying to get him to like, oh, give me a hug. And she goes over and hugs yeah. him. And he just kind of leans into her. And then she finally like she throws a basketball at him and he gr- pulls his green hands out of his pockets. Like <laughs> I, those sorts it's, of things. It, it, you you hit on something kind of interesting there, and I, we're talking about this in a much more truncated way than you know experiencing it in real time. But you mentioning season three just then, and we all know how we felt about season three. Oh yes, uh, that that's kind of when that shit stopped, mm-hmm. and we talked to you know the speculation about the kind of creative changeover that happened, uh, you know, on a, a higher level, on a producer level at that point, and. You know, it is speculation, and I don't like to do that. Uh, but there, there does seem to be a sense of like I, you know, someone saying, "Well, maybe Tim shouldn't be, you know, so much the butt of the jokes," mm-hmm. which is, I think, the wrong direction to have gone in. Yeah, because they were so much funnier. Yes, and you know, like w- with Tim being the butt of the joke, he's still coming off of it being the funny one. Yes, and and also the whole the whole concept of the show, Tim being Tim's whole character only really works and is enjoyable if he's the butt of the joke because Tim can be braggadocious and have all this bravado and uh, you know be full of himself if then every episode is him getting smacked down completely humiliated things like that when we start in season three we start seeing that change over to he has all of these kind of like you know he he's really full of himself and like yeah, by the end of the episode, he apologizes, but it's kind of half-hearted, like, or maybe like, oh, he falls on his face, or someone humiliates him on tool time, but it's just like, but he always gets another word in, or like, he always gets the last laugh, and it's just not, it's not as funny that you can't laugh at it, because it's like, okay, this guy is basically behaving like a douche canoe all the time, and, (laughs) and getting a free pass to do so, and being lauded for it. It, Douche canoe, it sounds like you're perfectly segueing us into the remainder of this montage (laughs) yes in which in which tim has to go uh get his insides washed out well in a no i'm sorry um (laughs) the the one other thing that i'll say about this change is i i think about a lot the the halloween episodes where tim is getting pranked yeah and where it you know it would be like the the end the episode always has to end in the stinger with then Tim doing a prank on on Jill, like the one where the whole thing is about, oh, the secret admirer or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, they're dancing together, and then she pulls his arm off and screams, and he goes like, ah, the king is undefeated or something. It's like, yeah, what? right. You, you, you just, that, that was a choice. We had to, it can't just yeah. end with everyone laughing at Tim. It has to end with Tim being triumphant, and that was What's a change. Weird? What's weird about that is that, like, you get other shows like Roseanne and Brooklyn Nine-Nine was perfect at this, where the game of the Halloween episodes were people trying to prank each other. Yes. Like, it was it was the text of the episode. It wasn't, you know, let's all secretly conspire against Tim. Uh, and then, you know, at the end, Tim going, ha-ha, I knew the game all along, and I'm, you know... Yeah, I, I'm still the victor. You know, it's kind of like retroactively saying there was a game afoot and, you know, that he, you know, whatever, uh, is placing himself back on top of that. Like, it takes the fun out of watching, like, 
these like maybe little mini pranks throughout the episodes where you can get that dynamic and by the end of it, you know, kind of feel feel for Tim regaining his throne. Like I have no yeah. stakes in Tim being the king of Halloween just because he claims himself to be. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm not but, that invested. And extrapolate in who's the king. that to every episode of Home Improvement in season three, where it's just like, ha, I'm still number one. I'm still king of this house. I'm still king of this argument that we were having. <sighs> king of the argument. Oh boy. What um, else happens in this uh this montage of uh tool time and accidents? Uh well we get we get, you know, a couple different shots of Al getting electrocuted, one of them when he's working on the engine of a mini, which was this season. Uh yeah. oh that's true. Get- and Tim with the potato. Tim the with lamp. the potato and the light. We get Heidi doing her 50s uh, dancing, you know, when they're introducing Cool Time, where she's, you know, in her poodle skirt uh, dancing to doo-wop music very aggressively, which was fun to fun, fun to get that. Like to see that. Um, and and naturally, the girder getting dropped on the car. Can't, can't get away from that. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Okay, yep. Yeah. Which people... I was shocked. You sent me something today... Uh, <laughs> that was a little clip show of of home improvement stuff, and you told me to look at the comments. And I I'm shocked that in 2023 people are still commenting commenting on I can't watch that because they smashed the 55 roadster. I'm like, yes. who gives a shit? A who gives a shit? B the end of that episode, the stinger of that episode is Tim Allen showing the camera how they faked the shot and they crushed like the shell of a fake car. They didn't actually yeah. destroy a classic car. I mean, maybe again, maybe we have the wrong perspective. Like, how dare you not have encyclopedic knowledge of every instant of home improvement in in the world? <laughs> I, what I sent Landon, folks, is uh, on Reddit today. Uh, it, it came up some, uh, you know, in my feed. Some video compilation that someone had posted from Home Improvement saying like, wow, the the physical comedy on Home Improvement was really next level. And just multiple comments beneath it were like, no, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't that funny. (laughs) But one of the comments was specifically like, nothing on this show was next level. And I just... (laughs) Because when I saw it at first, I was thinking like, oh, maybe we should drop into the comments and be like, hey, there's this uh, funny home improvement podcast you should listen to. And then I saw how much people on Reddit do not like home improvement and thought, eh, fine. <laughs> maybe they'd like our show then. Maybe. You know what? No, but then also it's like if they're this critical of home improvement, they're, then they're they're going to start a subreddit for how much they hate our podcast and be like, nothing on grunt work <laughs> is next level. <laughs> nothing. Uh, no one has ever... <laughs> said that something on grunt work was next level. Yeah, no, I don't think even we would allege that anything on this podcast was next level. This this podcast I, I was, is on the same level as everything else, if not I'm below. trying to get you to post something there so that I can start a subreddit and just start, start shit-talking our own show anonymously. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I mean, I, if that's it, dude, if that's your kink, fine, do do it. If it's if it's, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, shaming yourself with an alter ego, go uh, by all means. I won't uh, yuck your yum. Uh, the, let's talk about the physical comedy for uh, half a second here, because, yeah, it was next level. It's <laughs> it's not next level. I mean, like, say what you will about Three's Company and, you know, the contrivances that they went through to get John Ritter to be able to do physical comedy. Once he was doing it, I mean, he was working in the same vein as, like, the old vaudevillians. Like, he had a talent to physical comedy. This is not really physical comedy. It's it's set pieces that Tim reacts to. Yes. But some of them are good, and some of them, you know, actually make me laugh. I still find the the magnet pulling the camera <laughs> to, into his face kind of funny. He, look, 
I mean, to go back to him gluing his head to the table, when he bends over and his forehead gets stuck to the table, and then he's, like, trying to pry himself yeah. back up and wriggling around, that's funny. That's really well yeah. well done. And even some of the stuff that isn't necessarily funny is still kind of impressive uh, on a stunt level. I'm surprised we haven't talked about stunts as much as we probably should have it on the show. Like, falling yep, started through over. Season one, episode one. <laughs> stunt work. Um, yeah. That's now that's we good. have to. That, now yeah, have now, to. The, the name, the name is too good to pass up. Just like the name of this <laughs> podcast was too good to pass up. Um, like falling into the porta potty. Uh, what else am I thinking of? The the house explosion. Yeah, like, that, that that's a that's a massive explosion. Seeing that was like holy shit. They did that, didn't they? Yeah, and it was not a great episode. I remember that was a Benny episode, and <sighs> it really <laughs> solidified my thoughts on fuck you, Benny. Uh, but I mean, it, isolated, that's a massive set piece and you have yes. three stunt people having to, to dive in front of this massive explosion. I mean, that's they, impressive for a sitcom. Yeah. They blew up a house for a sitcom. That's like the equivalent of like Oppenheimer and them basically simulating a nuclear explosion for a movie. Yeah. It's like, we're going to, we're going to simulate a, you know, an entire house going up in flames for one right. joke on home improvement. With, Without stock footage, like, I feel like other shows would have gone to some sort of stock footage of something. It was like, no, that that's the bread and butter of this show is going big. Yes, yes. It should have been I, set in Texas. I... <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they go they go to Texas for uh, for the colonel's funeral. That's uh, that that's enough. No, that's um, well, yeah, so from from that montage, though, we pretty much go to the next montage of of Tim injuring himself again and again. So it kind of it holds with the physical comedy. Do you want to do you want to just keep yeah, let's, keep running with yeah, that? Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, we yeah, because um, there's also set pieces here. I guess we just continue this. You remember Tim, the, the running gag of Tim hitting his head on the pipe going down to the basement? I do remember that. And this and this montage helps us by showing it several times. I, I do miss it. It hasn't happened in a, in a couple seasons, it seems like. Yeah, they they gave up on that. Um, yeah, they gave up on the basement. I guess just after they turned it into Randy's room, it just quit being a thing. Yeah, yeah. Not many yeah. stories happened in the basement that you want to tell. <laughs> basement reflections, the sequel to Reflections <laughs> in the Darkness. I, I I do I like that the that this bit they 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 flashback extensively to the very first episode with yeah. uh, Tim and Mark working on the dishwasher together and Tim electrocuting himself. It's, or was it just an excuse for, for more like, hey, hey ladies, remember remember when he took his shirt off? Let's let's have a little more of that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I still hold by that the pilot is an incredibly strong sitcom pilot. It, it's really good. It's a really good episode. Um, I forgot that we even covered that. <laughs> Very recently, I know, it's I know. Already, it was, uh, it's already slipped my mind. <laughs> you know, watch watching those clips. It's like, wow, why do these feel so fresh to me? Why do I remember so many bits? Oh, right, because we watched it in April. Um, but yeah, it's that 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 set that set the bar for Tim injuring himself in a way that uh, that you know that, that kind of just made clear that this is the shit that's going to happen on this show. And honestly, for how many yeah. jokes are made about it, Tim doesn't injure himself that often i mean he injures himself more than like jerry seinfeld injures himself on seinfeld but it's not <laughs> sure yeah it's not like an every episode seinfeld, like it's a seinfeld injury a jerry seinfeld injury is like a paper cut yes that's true or or it's or it's like a the moral injury of of knowing that someone <laughs> right. else used your toothbrush or something right uh 
this is yeah well and uh, to speak of a seinfeld uh uh connection i mean the whole opening of this is you know, <laughs> once you hit e you still have extra miles to go <laughs> true true that yeah the seinfeld bit i'm saying you you said speaking of the seinfeld connection and now i'm just picturing like a, a muppet jerry seinfeld sitting on a on a log and in a in, in a diner or something someday so really, we'll find I, it I, I'm picturing uh, Jerry driving incredibly fast on the New York streets and Banyan in a car behind him going, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> no, I'm just Jerry's picturing. I'm on just... The, Jerry's on the, side, on the subway uh, above. Wait, or it's, it's George on the, on the subway above waving goodbye to him as he goes away. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really just picturing Muppet Jerry going like, what's the deal with songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? <laughs> oh, my God. Um yeah, Tim hurting himself. Uh, what I find interesting about this physical comedy is they don't really include any of his hamming. No, <laughs> you know, like there's zero percent of the the you know half an episode of him you know falling asleep and wiping the drool off his face in the the classroom. Or there, there's certainly none of him in a monkey costume trying to walk through a door. You don't get any of that. <laughs> yeah. Or Home Alone trying to write. Uh, yeah. Well, Where's that's, the that's rocket pencil? Thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Give us the rocket pencil show. We want to remember that because we clearly don't remember it well enough now. Um, but yeah, so we also see, you know, we also see it from the Christmas episode this season, him falling off the roof and Jonathan Taylor Thomas watching him fall. And it's like, oh, that's the... That that kind of that is the last glimpse we got of Jonathan Taylor Thomas on the show. So good of them to show it yeah. to us one more time. Do you do you remember? Oh, th- this is the tub thumping uh, sequence, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that's that's him getting knocked down but getting up again. And um, you're never gonna you're gonna you're never gonna keep him down. Just and we've we've tried. God, how we wish that we could keep him down <laughs> over the course of making this podcast, but we couldn't. We couldn't. That, we couldn't. Which led we tried, and and our failure to do that has led to the consumption of many whiskey drinks and vodka drinks. Um, <laughs> so they find. So after this montage, they get to school. He and as the you know he's dropping them off. He tells him, "Hey, I love you guys. I'm proud of how you turned out. You're smart, hardworking, honest boys." And the boys say, "I love you," and get out of the car. And Tim watches him go and says, "A lot of memories." And then we get one more montage of just kind of sweet. Tim and Jill moments together with a very like sappy and heartfelt emotional song about how it we... wasn't like all through all through this or something like that. It's by Kenny Rogers. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of the it's one of the non danger zone non I'm all right Kenny Rogers songs. That's, it's a... that's Kenny Loggins. But oh yeah, you know well, what? You're the editor. I'm assuming that's not gonna make the episode. No, 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 no. That's gonna make the episode. That, that hey hey guys, remember the time that Truman once again mixed up very common and simple names of something. <laughs> Speaking of a Seinfeld connection, there's the Kenny Rogers. Yeah, true, true. I wish that Kenny Loggins opened a chicken restaurant. That would be funny. <laughs> um, well, but what's weird about this very, very kind of like heartfelt final montage is that it starts out with a bunch of clips of Tim and Jill talking about anatomical issues. Like first it's Jill saying, I, I'm so glad to be married to a guy who thinks PBS is something women get once a month. Then it's them talking about Tim getting a vasectomy. Then it's Tim mm. like being upset that they've gone to see a female doctor when he pulled his groin. And I, I don't know. It's just, it's like, it's like for they've got this very, very sentimental music playing in the background. And it's just a bunch of talking about genitalia and groin pulls. <laughs> uh, that's 
I'm kind of ashamed I didn't pick up on that. I mean, I'm you know, it's it's subtle. It was a, it was a very subtle bit. One of the many subtle bits on this show. I don't blame you for uh, for missing it. Oh, um, okay. Oh, I, I have something here. Um, yeah. Because once they go into like, there's a little like supercut of uh, you know the characters, you know, different characters embracing through the years uh, at different mm-hmm. moments. You know, Brad and and Tim when Brad is becoming a man in the garage for the first time and. Uh, saying goodbye to Randy, Brad and Randy hug, and Tim and Jill hug a number of times. Mark hugs Jill, you know, all kinds of stuff. There's this moment, uh, first of all, I was shocked out of context of the episode. Uh, we get a, we get Randy hugging Tim at the end of The Longest Day, mm-hmm. and that was the closest I came to getting teary-eyed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I was just like, oh man, they almost took Randy away from us. Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah. and then almost. they did. Yeah, and then they then they did with uh, with a lot less fanfare. A lot um, less. But then the next shot was like, you're che- you're fucking cheat. You're a fucking cheater. Like I, my my tears were just about to flow, and then the next shot is Tim and Brad on the couch, and Tim has his arm, you know, extended over to Brad and he's kind of squeezing his shoulders and he's got this proud look on his face as Brad reads something. And I'm like, holy motherfuck, you just snuck in a shot as if it was sentimental of Brad reading Tim's book. Oh, shit, in which, you're right. <laughs> which Tim was, you know, taking credit for something. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, the... <laughs> You're just reading the end result of 22 minutes of pencil rockets and uh, and Tim, you know, Tim making fart noises into a into a tape recorder. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I feel like even what Brad was reading was like not. It wasn't. It was like uh, he was saying some half-hearted thing about you know the the biggest thing about being a man is becoming a father. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. You don't know true fear until you whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it, but the the shot. Because there's no audio to it. It's all underneath the song. The shot looks like it's Tim being proud of Brad doing something. Mm-hmm. But the, the real thing is that Brad is reading a thing that Tim did. So Tim is really proud of himself in that yes. moment. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. They, they that, is, that is the power of editing, though. They've, uh, they, <laughs> they've managed to, to swap out Tim's ego for uh, fatherly pride instead. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you had me... The tears were were on the verge of falling from my eyelids, and then that next shot came in, and I'm like, "No, no, get back in the tear duct!" And I'm just shoving them in with my fingertips, like you're not, you don't deserve to stream down my face right now. Yeah, they 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 got you right up to the edge, but they didn't. It was tear edging. I I, I shoved my tears back in my eyes. Yeah, you. <laughs> so. Yeah, so we have these these sentimental moments, uh, and then. God, then the last thing is just Tim pulls up to uh, and pulls up to the tool time set, or well, he pulls up outside the studio, and well, uh, before we get there, <laughs> yeah, I, there was a a little surprise in the very last shot of the montage. I don't know if you noticed it. Uh, was it? I mean, it's the two of them dancing out back. 
Of course, it's Sir Larry. It's Sir Larry. We got him again. I didn't even realize. Oh, man. It's this It's this shot of Tim and Jill dancing in the backyard while Wilson plays the accordion. And, and the trunk that the boys have locked Sir Larry in is still sitting there. And, of course, in this scene, Sir Larry is singing along with whatever Italian song uh, Wilson <laughs> is playing on the accordion. We yeah. don't get that here. Um, yeah, and the ropes are attached to the trunk because their plan was to drop it from a great height to break it open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's okay. Now I'm getting choked up. Now I'm getting sentimental remembering <laughs> Sir Larry. Man, that was such a weird episode. They were still just figuring out what this show was. This is going to be a show yeah. where a magician babysits our kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Okay, Tim's pulling into tool time. Tim pulls into tool time, and he just basically... This is such a such a just throwaway scene. He just pulls yeah. up and he just goes, I can't believe this is my last tool time. Then he gets out of the car, and that's that. Lest we, lest we forget the 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 setup here that's what it is uh he does shut the door the door shuts behind yeah, him. the door shuts great We're really it does say <laughs> it does say to be continued dot, it dot, does dot. say that it does say that yes um and then we just get a couple bloops of the of tim and the boys in the car uh flubbing some lines and then that's uh <laughs> how much original material do you think was made for this it's like maybe 180 words total yeah it's it's just they they put them they, they put the th- they put zachary ty Bryan and taryn smith and tim allen in a car with a green screen behind them and they were on set that day for an hour an <laughs> hour 15 probably probably longer than that but yeah not I, I, long I, not I, a I full day yeah, you know, maybe maybe they were on maybe they were in their trailers while stand-ins were sitting in the car to get the lighting right and they were getting, you know, mics set up and everything. It was it was not a lot. And Patricia Richardson, she didn't even show up. God bless. Hope she had herself uh, a spa day. I'm going to I'm going to send you a picture. Oh, good. Is this is this is this Taryn? It's it's, it's Zachary. not it's not Brad on the the soccer field good, but it's it's pretty good. I can't wait. I mean, oh, I'm excited God. to see it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's from the bloops. It just, I, I happened to pause it on Tim Allen making the face. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? Well, we're, uh, well, we're at, oh, well, uh, okay. Well, I was trying to do a screen grab from Hulu, but Hulu has decided to black out the screen whenever you open a screen grabbing software. It would be, you know, it would be terrible if people were to say, create memes from things on your streaming (laughs) service and give you free publicity. No, no, that you're very smart. The entertainment industry and streaming services are run by brilliant people with good ideas. Um, All right, let's see what you've got. (laughs) uh yeah that's that's good we have we have just one shot of of tim in the bloopers grinning awkwardly like kind of like biting his lower lip with his upper lip in a in an anguished anguished fashion which just really reminds me of andy samberg in the jizzed in my pants video uh because 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 there's a moment when he's yeah. in the when he's in the car driving in that video, and it's like you know, I I, I hit a red light and I and I jizzed in my pants. Anyway, that's what this looks like. Uh, I, you know, looking at this too long, his his right eye does look like those clips you see, uh, you know, that are world famous that everyone knows and watches all the time, and there's nothing wrong with it at all. Where you uh look for lizard people. <laughs> doing oh right, a vertical eye blink. 
of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if if the if the biggest revelation from this clip show is that he was a lizard person all along, then it would be it would be well worth our while to watch and discuss this much. <laughs> oh God, that's this episode. I'm surprised we got this far out of it. I know. I'm. It's good. Good for us, man. Well done. Well, well done, us. This okay. I want to clear the air going into our final episode. So I feel like there's something worth mentioning here. Yeah. Um, which is. Uh, oh God! I had the IMDb trivia pulled up, and now it's gone. Um, let's see if I still have it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna read this verbatim instead of rewriting it. I, I want to acknowledge something that we're not gonna do. Okay. But something that exists. Okay. Uh, here's what the the thing says. The uh the program ended its eight season ABC network run with a 90 minute finale comprised of the two half hour shows, mm-hmm. the Long and Winding Road Part Two and Part Three. Followed by a 30-minute clip show of <sighs> bloopers, outtakes, oh and scenes from the last taping uh, broadcast consecutively on the same night. So yeah. there is um, more than doing a, an entire episode on a clip show. I can't imagine doing a clip show on bloopers. No, but I, I there's an episode out there that does that. I, I, yeah, so we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're calling it. We're not doing that one. Right. Um, But, however, there is Tim Allen presents a user's guide to home improvement. Okay. Now, is there a loser's guide to home improvement? I want to ask you about whether or not we should do this. Seems like a great place to ask me, you know, on the air with everyone listening. Seems like a good place to have a discussion. (laughs) There's a reason I'm asking you on the air. It's, okay, it's a stage show of home, of tool time, basically. This came out a couple years after Home Improvement. I want to say maybe 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to look it up. Maybe 2002. And so you get, like, actual, uh, you know, theater shots of audiences. And it's, you know, older Tim Allen, i.e. a couple years after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Karn is there. It's narrated by Earl Hinman. Oh. Uh, Debbie Dunning is there. They have like other set pieces and stuff, but most of it is is it's like a, a live tool time, but most of it is set up for a clip show. So many goddamn clip shows. A million clip shows right at the end. Now, I, I'm wondering I mean, a lot of it is gonna be a rehash. Uh I, I'm kind of skimming through it as we speak. And spoilers, great. But but there does look like there's going to be some unique information in it. So I, I, it's kind of kind of a reunion show, kind of a, a I don't know. I, do you think we should do this episode? I mean, look, I my my knee jerk response is to be like, no, no, we should not. No, no, nothing more. But but you describing it as making me interested and in wanting to see it and want uh, like that. I would rather that than. Uh, than just watching a a clip show of a blooper reel like this. This at least like the the reunion special. I feel like could be some good content for us. So yeah, I'd watch okay. that. I'd watch that. So, I'd discuss that. Maybe not a like. Maybe it's like a bonus episode for us. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it as a bonus episode maybe uh, to get us from point A to point B because we've got some stuff coming up uh, in the the you know spectaculars are oh, yes. happening. Uh, oh yeah. And we, we've got some more movies coming up for you. But I would say this is a 43-minute program, and I would say at least half of it is clip show. Great. 
So that I think that leaves a, a significant amount of new content to cover. Yeah, th- I mean, this episode was a 22-minute show, and four minutes of it was original content. So, I mean, 22 <laughs> minutes of original content, that's like a normal episode of the show. We can, we can make something out of that. Okay, cool. Then we will do that. I'm glad we came to that conclusion. I Well, if... On the off chance that we weren't going to cover it, I wanted to acknowledge that it existed to our listeners who are going to be like all up in arms and, you know, coming at us with flaming torches. Yeah, yeah, flipping cars and, and dropping girders on Chevys and uh, throwing you know, us from windmills. Yeah, yeah, jumping into uh, jumping into outhouses, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, okay, great. So you heard it here first. We will cover. Uh, Tim Allen presents a user's guide to home improvements uh, at some point in the future. Uh, wow what do we where do we go from here i i I (laughs) how do we end this episode i've forgotten i i mean well is there anything is there anything in this episode we didn't cover that you want to no there's not we've covered everything do you want to guess maybe how many grunts there were in this episode Uh, i was out at a beer garden last night Okay, and taking a uh, long road into this one, aren't we? I, and winding road. I my back was thrown out. I was sitting on a park be- uh, a picnic bench at this outside beer garden. I had had two uh, cream ales, Ooh. and uh, by the time I was ready to stand up, um, in order for my my back to function, uh, I needed to release some of the tension inside of my torso. Oh no. Oh and I oh no. I ended up burping. I I, I have no documentation of this. I burped the perfect Tim Allen grunt <laughs> to the point that the person I was with said, "Wow, that was an immaculate impersonation." <laughs> oh boy. Oh man, I miss I miss uh, living in the same city as you. That oh god, these are experiences that I should be present for. Um, okay, so so what you're saying is you did one in the wild, but you can't verify it. You, I just have to take your I, word yes. for it. Yeah, exactly. And and I am also acknowledging that the grunt that I just did on air didn't compare to what came out of me yesterday. Gotta gotta drink more cream ales, man. I, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. You said that you you drank two ales and had to release pressure inside you, and I was just suddenly worried about you fanning the bed sheets and Slimer coming out. So this is much a much better outcome, really. <laughs> and out it came. Um, uh, I think here's the question. I I was curious if you just out of and I should have known this. You're trimming caps. You weren't gonna count the grunts in the cl- clip shows because. You've done that because we, we have seven enough. years of that. Yeah, yeah, I've, I, yeah. Like I, he grunts a bunch in this, but they're all old grunts, so they don't count towards our total. Uh, so zero grunts. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, th- okay. Yeah, there. I gave away the ball game. I'm trimming caps. I'm easily befuddled. <laughs> um, I mean, I knew there were no grunts in this anyway. Uh, sure you did. You know what's strange though? We talked a little bit about the evolution of the grunt and. And what it's communicating and the different variations of it. There's no grunt to say I love you. I, 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 how am I supposed to respond to that? What am I supposed to do with this with, with this information? I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a grunt to say I love you. We just haven't seen. I mean, it might be it might be when they're in their fuck spots. That's when we that's when we hear it. <laughs> well, that's a different kind of grunt. 
I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. It depends it depends on what they're doing. I mean, okay, they they have their fuck spots. That's when they're in their lovemaking spots. That uh, that that's the grunt for "I love you." <laughs> we, we, is there a post coital grunt? I mean. <sighs> I, I, Landon, I, I don't, I don't know, man. You're, you're, te- you're teeing me up for a lot of material that is, that is gonna be not particularly funny, but gross, and that I'm just gonna have to edit out later because I'm mortified <laughs> that I said it. Um. <laughs> oh, I, you know, we got nothing else left to lose. We're at the end. I, that's that's true. Let's, just, let's make it just the bluest normal white guy just, podcast there is. Just the just the dirtiest shit. You know what? Yeah, you know our our, our guest for our last episode is going to be Joe Rogan. So uh, get get ready for that. Uh, you know uh, I'm going to go into <laughs> Tim Allen's bit on Jay Leno about. I wonder why you can't say the anyway. Um, let's not go there. Yeah. Let's uh, let, let, let's, let's end. Yeah, let's go there. Let's go to ending the episode. It's got to end ending the episode. Truman, what do we learn from this episode? Uh, uh, we learned that we've had a lot of good times. <laughs> we've had a lot of Ooh. good times along the way. Uh, we have. We we we. Did we learn that, or is that just kind of embedded in us? I mean, that was embedded in us, but I feel like we were reminded of that in this episode. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you mm-hmm. learn? Do you learn that? I think. I think. Uh, I learned that you shouldn't fuck with your gas gauge. Yeah, yeah. Fill up on a quarter tank. Yeah, seriously. Take that. T- yeah, do. You or know, if you're I, real paranoid, fill up on half a tank. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just never trust it. It doesn't cost you anything. Well, it it does in fact cost you quite a lot. But it, I mean, it would cost you a lot <laughs> no matter when you fill it up. Or just get a Tesla. Uh, that's... Or some other electric car. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Teslas. Let's end I, I this episode yeah. by saying <laughs> that you know, get, is... get a Tesla, buy an account on X.com, and uh, invest in SpaceX. Go on, go on. Keep keep, keep finishing us. Grunt work is... <laughs> don't finish us. Grunt work is made possible by our patrons. If you... Ooh, if you have... Helped us see the this show through, but haven't uh, donated. You can you can do that over at patreon.com slash gruntworkpod, where you've been missing all of our Gruntwork Nights episodes. All of them. Uh, 235 of them, actually. Just an insane amount. Recording. Just so uh, many. There are, there are more Gruntwork Nights episodes than there are Gruntwork episodes, so do how that did, math. How did, we, how did we pull that off? Wait, how did that I don't, happen? I, I don't know exactly. Wait, hang um, on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen to our non-Euclidean podcast that somehow exists outside of time and space and physics. <laughs> Our supplemental podcast, we started a couple years into this podcast that somehow has more episodes than this podcast. How did we do that? <laughs> you threw me over the edge. <laughs> Guys, this is one of the last episodes we're going to uh, devolve into madness at the end. This only happens in 75% oh, of Grunt Work episodes. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> grunt Work. Uh, Patreon.com slash Grunt Work Podcast. Uh... If you haven't, now's the time. Yeah. Leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to these things. Just do it, man. Uh, because while we would have appreciated that in, say, season three, four, uh, would have made a world of help, difference. You can help grunt work live on. Yes. You can create grunt work legacy with yes. your, your stars and your 
words about said stars and why you gave as many or little stars as you did. I'm asking for five stars. Yeah, please. If if you're giving us if you're giving us a low number of stars, maybe don't explain why you gave us such a low number. I mean, I feel like the rating speaks for itself at that point. <laughs> Although the best review we got came from a low star rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I've used that one to promote our podcast on many occasions. They're basically <laughs> feminists. Um, I'm just not gonna touch that. Okay, uh, where, where are we at? Uh, I, I don't know, man. Instagram the script. Yeah, Instagram. Say, I don't have the script in front of me. Um, you, uh, where you find us on social media, you can say hi. Our handles are Gruntwork Pod. Uh, wherever you can find us being active, um, or you can join our Discord server, or you can, uh, just email us gruntworkpodcast yeah. at gmail yeah. And uh, finally, you can listen to today's episode as well as our entire back catalog uh, on our website at www.grotworkpodcast.com. Uh, cool. Do that. Um, I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> until, until. oh, fuck, Truman, this is the last time I'm going to say this. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Now are we getting emotional? <laughs> until next week, when we bring you the final episode of home improvement i've been landon solano i've been trimming caps and remember all the great times we've had over the years won't you I will. I will.